What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Sunday, June 30th. Hope all you guys have had a beautiful and blessed day. I know I did. I went to the beach, enjoyed myself today, had a very good and productive day. Hope all you guys had somewhat of a light-wise day and just relaxing, doing what you got to do, man. But getting straight to it, man, today is the first day or was the first day of the NBA free agency, and man, was it crazy. So we're just pretty much going to recap what happened today, and let's just get right to it, man. So first and foremost, the Brooklyn Nets made the biggest splash today by signing Kyrie Irving last night that we all pretty much knew was going to happen to a, a four-year deal worth uh, or excuse me, $141 million. And then they signed Kevin Durant, KD himself signed to the Nets on a max deal also for four years and $164 million. Or actually, I think they're both going to take pay cuts. So I actually don't know. I forgot to mention that. They're going to take pay cuts so they can allow DeAndre Jordan to get there. So DeAndre Jordan is also going to sign with them. I believe his deal is worth two years. Uh, or his deal is actually worth, oh, excuse me, four years for $40 million. So he's going to be getting paid about $10 million a year. Good for him. And like I said, um, the max contracts for Katie and Kyrie are actually going to be uh, tweaked a little bit because they're going to take a little bit of a pay cut so they can sign DeAndre Jordan. But, man, the Nets have a really good squad with Karis LeVert already still in the fold. Spencer Dinwiddie, they're going to lose D'Angelo Russell, but they still got Caruses. They still got Joe Harris. They're going to have Jared Allen, who's going to end up being one of the better shot blockers in the league. And now, you know, they just they got two of the best players in the NBA, even though Katie's not going to play for majority of next year, but they still got Kyrie and they're legit, man. So some other news, um, Nicolo Maieli or Melly, uh, signed with the Pelicans for a two year, $8 million deal. Um, sticking with the Pelicans. They also signed sniper, big time shooter, JJ Redick, uh, for a two year, $26.5 million deal. Uh, so good for the very good for the Pelicans, if you ask me. Um, and they also, uh, yeah, oh yeah, okay. Oh, and actually going back to the Nets, excuse me. They also signed Garrett Temple, who's always been a good shooter too. The Nets actually signed Garrett Temple for a um, two-year, ten million dollar deal. So obviously he'll be getting five million dollars a year. So that's a good move for um, for the Nets too. And then more on the Pelicans. I think that's it for the Pelicans. So moving on. After the Pelicans, the Grizzlies signed Jonas or Jonas Valanciunas again. Pretty good pickup for the Grizzlies for three years, $45 million. He was a really good center for the Grizzlies, so that's a very good move for them. The Milwaukee Bucks signed both the Lopez Twins, and that's the first time they will play with each other on the same squad since they were in college at Stanford. Um, Brooks' contract is going to be worth four years, $52 million to me. He is the better brother. He can hit threes. He plays defense. He's just a more of an active player. But they also signed Robin Lopez. Um, we don't know the specifics of his deal yet, but it's pretty much a good sign for the Bucks too. They also gave Chris Middleton the max. Chris Middleton will now get five years, $178 million, which is a good move for the Bucks. So shout out to the Bucks. Um, moving down, like I said, Kemba Walker 
We talked about this yesterday. We'll sign with the Boston Celtics for a four-year, $141 million deal. That's a good move for them. The Kings are also making another good move. The Kings are a young and up-and-coming team, but they signed a very good veteran back to the squad. He played with them this, for a majority of this past season, and that's Harrison Barnes. He got, a, uh, I believe it's a four-year deal. Yeah, four-year deal for $85 million. So that's a very good deal for Harrison Barnes. Not too much money, but just the right amount of money that he deserves. So shout out to Harrison Barnes. Um, next, we have the Orlando Magic. Terrence Ross re-signed with the Magic for four years, $54 million. That's a good deal for him. Um, and the Magic also re-signed Nikola Vucevic, excuse me, who was an all-star this past season for four years, $100 million. So he'll get about $25 million a year. Also another good move for the Magic. Shout out to the Magic. That's a really good move to re-sign those two players. Those are key players in their playoff run or their playoff appearance, shall I say, this past season. Moving down the list. Um, like I said, I already said Garrett Temple. Alpha Ruka, oh yeah, Alpha also signed with the Magic, which was kind of a surprise that Portland didn't pay him. But that pretty much shows me that the Blazers are hoping that Nazir Little, who was their draft pick in the draft this past uh, couple or last week, they also expect him to be really good. So we'll see how that pans out. But Alpha Camino should be a good addition for the Orlando Magic. So we'll see how that goes. Um, moving down. Um, Dan Daniel House, I believe is how you say his name, or Daniel House, re-signed with the Houston Rockets for a three-year six or excuse me, three-year eleven point one million dollar deal. The Rockets also re-signed Gerald Green. We do not know the specifics of his deal, so we will see with that. Also, a pretty good fit for the Rockets. He played a pretty good uh, role for them this past season. Moving down. One of the less and more underappreciated deals that happened that I am really excited to watch is Boyan Bogdanovich signed a four-year, $73 million deal with the Utah Jazz. I love this move for the Jazz. The Jazz have had a really, really good offseason constructing their roster around Donovan Mitchell, and man, this is another really good pickup. They already got Mike Conley to go with Donovan Mitchell. That's going to free a lot of the scoring load off of him. Then they get Boyan Bogdanovich, who was a 20-point scorer this past season. Even when the Pacers lost uh, Victor Oladipo, <laughs> excuse me, they still made it to the playoffs, I believe, as a three-seed. And Bogdanovich was hooping. Even though they lost in the first round to the Celtics, Bogdanovich is a really good piece. And that was the biggest problem with the Jazz before, is that they would run into teams in the playoffs like the Rockets, where you have to score more points than them. And they just didn't have enough firepower. Ricky Rubio, who we'll talk about in a second, is just not a scorer. Um, they're going to lose Derek Favors, so we'll talk about two, I believe, but the Jazz really got better. I don't know the Jazz's general manager or the owners or anybody like that, but they did a really good job. They probably had one of the better off seasons and congrats to Utah. You guys have a really, really good team now, and I'm excited to watch the Jazz now, um, a lot. Uh, moving down, they also signed Ed Davis, who's a pretty good big man. Like I said, they're going to lose Derek Favors, so they had to get another big man. Ed Davis is just a rebounder, shot blocker. He'll be pretty good for him. He played this past season with the Brooklyn Nets, so that's a good deal. They got him for two years, $10 million. That's good. You only pay him $5 million a year. Pretty cheap price for a veteran. Just good overall for um, uh, the Utah Jazz, man. They really had a good um, offseason. So moving on. Um, the Pacers um, traded a pick. They traded with the Milwaukee Bucks. So 
The Pacers received Malcolm Brogdon, who is a really good player that we all know from Virginia. Really good two-way player, one of the more improved players, one of the better young players in the association. He signed with the Pacers for a four-year deal for $85 million. And then the Pacers traded for a first-round pick and two second-round picks to Milwaukee in exchange for Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Then we have Bobby Portis who signed with the New York Knicks. He played this past season with the Washington Wizards. He signed for the Knicks for two years, $31 million. All I'm going to say is I am praying for Knicks fans. I know you guys expected a lot more in this NBA free agency, and it has not panned out the way you guys thought it would. And I just feel so bad for y'all because with the Nets being so good, obviously that's the crosstown rival, and that just changes the whole game. And you guys didn't get any of the players that you guys thought you were. And I actually told you guys that, but – it is what it is. I don't know, like I said, I'm praying for you guys. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. So just stick by that, Knicks fans. Um, moving down, Thomas Bryant, who was an up-and-coming good player that a lot of people don't talk about, but he is a really good player that's going to be a really, really solid player in this league for a long time. He started off his career with the Lakers for a couple seasons. He was he played his college ball at Indiana under Coach uh, Tom Crean. Um, like I said, he now plays for the Wizards. He had a very good year with the Wizards, so I'm glad they re-signed him. They re-signed him on a three-year deal for $25 million, so that's a really good move for them. Moving on, the Philadelphia 76ers had to re-sign Tobias Harris on a max deal, five years, $180 million. That's a really good move for the Sixers because we'll talk about it right now. They lost Jimmy Butler, but the Sixers also got Josh Richardson, who was a part of the Jimmy Butler deal. It was a sign and trade. The Sixers signed Jimmy back, and then they traded him to Miami. And so they got Josh Richardson for the Sixers, and then the Heat get my guy, my favorite player in the league, Jimmy buckets on a max deal i believe it's four years i don't know the exact cost yet but it should be somewhere in around the 140 million dollar area and honestly i'm happy for jimmy this is the heat they aren't the team that i wanted him to go to but it is a good fit he will be the best player he'll be the main attraction he will get the torch from Dwayne wade who just retired this past season he's gonna love the 305 he's gonna be the best player he's gonna be able to take all the shots he's gonna be able to run his own team no is he gonna be in the finals or anything like that no, but he will be contending in the East. Hopefully, they can do something. Like I said, I've been hearing it's word around the league that the Heat are trying to trade for Bradley Beal. If that happens, then I would really love the Heat um, in the East. They'd be a lot better team. But I'm happy for Jimmy. He's my favorite player. So, yes, for all you guys wondering right now, I am a Miami Heat fan. If you didn't know before listening to this, I go wherever Jimmy Butler goes. He's my favorite player in the league. He's probably going to end up being my favorite player of all time. I just love everything about him. And Pat Riley and Eric Spolster got a really good dude in Jimmy Butler. And like I said, they signed him to a max contract. Um, moving on from that, the Sixers also signed Al Horford. They signed Al Horford. Um, I forgot what the deal was. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Um... I don't know why I can't find it, but uh, they signed Al Horford. I don't know. Oh, yeah, here we go. They signed Al Horford for a four-year deal worth $109 million. I believe that is a max contract or almost a max contract. $97 million of that contract is guaranteed money. So shout out to Al Horford. Um, and 12 of that is bonuses for, like, if they make it to, like, the Eastern Conference Finals or, you know, what they do throughout the playoffs. But, man. The Sixers, so the Sixers re-sign Tobias. They lose Jimmy. They re-sign Tobias. They get Al Horford, and they get Josh Richardson. I wouldn't say that they got... No, actually, I think they did get better. Even though they lost a really, really good player in Jimmy Butler, who's a clutch shot maker, very good two-way player, does a lot of the little things, can lead a team. 
getting Josh Richardson, who's a very good two-way player, and getting Al Horford, who is what's crazy is he is the best player in the league when it comes to defending Joel Embiid. And now that they're on the same team, Horford is up in age, but he's still a very good veteran to have on your team. He can hit the three-pointer. He's a really good pick-and-pop guy. He's a really good pick-and-roll guy. Great defender. He's going to be really good for the Philadelphia 76ers. I can honestly say, depending on what Kawhi Leonard does, even without Kawhi Leonard, whatever, even if he stayed in Toronto or whatever the case may be with him, the Sixers are more than likely going to end up in the Eastern Conference Finals, if you ask me. I think the moves that they made today put them over the Milwaukee Bucks. I think it puts them over the, the Boston Celtics. And, you know, if Kawhi leaves and goes and heads west, I think the 76ers are the best team in the East. So we'll see, man. And that's that. Moving down, Mike Muscala, who was a three-point shooter, big man, signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Klay Thompson, all-star, one of the Splash Bros, has re-signed with the Warriors on a max contract, deservingly so. He's gotten them a few rings. Klay's a big-time shooter, one of the greatest shooters of all time. He signed for five years, $190 million. Every penny is worth it. You got to go get Klay. Obviously, you lose KD. Um, and so good for the Warriors and some other Warriors news that really shocked the entire NBA world almost as much as KD going to the Nets, but not that, you know, shocking. D'Angelo Russell signed with the Golden State Warriors too on a max contract. They gave him four years, $117 million, and that put the Warriors over the cap. So they had to sign and trade with D'Angelo Russell. So the Nets signed him and they traded him to Golden State. Um, and so it, it, it was actually a three-way team involved. And so the Grizzlies get Andre Iguodala, and they get three future first-round picks in 2024, 2025, and 2026. So Andre Iguodala is now a member of the Memphis Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are planning to waive him, so he should be on the free agency market come sometime in the next 24 to, say, 48 hours. So we'll see what ends up happening there. But D'Angelo Russell, Klay Thompson, and Steph Curry, that's real Splash Brothers. D'Angelo is a really good player when passing the ball, shooting the ball, scoring the ball, whatever the case may be. A lot of people are saying it's a weird fit, but the way Steve Kerr runs his offense, a lot of people are successful in that offense. They run a lot of motion. They run a lot of back screens, you know, down screens, all that. D'Angelo is going to really look good in that offense, especially because of his playmaking ability. Oh, my gosh. And I don't think the Warriors are going to be – I think their dynasty is done. I don't think they're really contenders because I think the Lakers got something up their sleeve. And you, you got the Denver Nuggets out there. You got the Utah Jazz up out there. But the Warriors, man, they still are definitely contenders for sure. So, you know, signing D'Lo is a really, really good move. So going back, um, I already said that. Um, also involved in the Jimmy Butler signing trade were the Dallas Mavericks. Um, the deal isn't official yet, but it's looking like they're going to send Kelly Olynyk. The Heat are going to sign Kelly Olynyk, and um, um, possibly um, Goran Dragic to the Mavericks. It's either going to be Kelly Olynyk and Goran Dragic to the Mavericks, or Kelly Olynyk and Derek, um, not Derek Favors, Derek Jones, who's the dunker. Um, so we're going to see how that ends up. But I'll let you guys know the specifics of that deal tomorrow. I just want to get you guys. That, like I said, that, that's involving the Jimmy Butler signing trade deal. Um, also, uh, Mario Hazonia signed with the Trailblazers, really good shooter on a one-year minimum deal. They also re-signed Rodney Hood for a two-year, $60 million uh, deal. Obviously, he'll be making $8 million a year. Both pretty good um, moves. Uh, obviously, they lost a pretty good piece in Alfaruka Minu, so they get those two pieces. And the Blazers, they might have gotten just a little bit better. We'll see what, what Nazir Little ends up being, but I think these two moves for the Blazers are really good, so good for them. Another move, 
with the Kemba Walker deal happening. That was also a sign and trade. The Charlotte Hornets had a point guard spot open, so they decided to get Terry Rozier, which was in a sign and trade. So they pretty much the Celtics and the Hornets traded one for one, swap for swap. Kemba to the Celtics, Terry Rozier to the Hornets. The Hornets are going to get Rozier on a three-year deal for $58 million, which is really good money for Rozier. I, um, I think his next contract, he's going to be earning a lot more money than that. I think the Hornets is a good place for him. It's a young and up-and-coming squad. He's a young and up-and-coming point guard. They should gel together. He should be the right fit. He's going to get the keys to the car early, so we'll see what he can do. Um, and so it's a really good move for Michael Jordan, even though a lot of people have been doubting him. And Mitch Kupchak, me included, I've been doubting him. But this is a pretty good move, even though I don't think they've gotten a, a lot better. But I think, you know, there wasn't that many point guards left out there on the market. And so the Hornets getting probably one of the better point guards left on the market is a good thing for them. So shout out to the Hornets. Uh, moving on, Ricky Rubio signs with the Phoenix Suns on a three-year, $51 million deal. Honestly, I do not know how to feel about this deal. Um, it's interesting, but eh, it is what it is, to be honest with you. We'll see how it works out um, with the Phoenix and Ricky Rubio. So, you know, shout out to Ricky Rubio. At least he's getting his money. Like I said, it's good for him. And that is it, man. Day one of the free agency, the, uh, the beginning of free agency. Like I said, a lot of moves happen. I think, obviously, you know, the Nets got, you know, made the biggest splash, you know, getting KD, Kyrie, and DeAndre Jordan. Um, other teams got good, too. The Warriors got good. Um, like I said, the Sixers got good. The NBA is really an interesting place now because balance has been restored. With KD leaving the Warriors and heading to Brooklyn, it's really interesting now because now you have the Eastern Conference is really good now. The West is still the West. And the NBA, man, honestly, I think it's the best league out there. But we still have more to go. It's not a lot of free agents left out there. Still a couple good ones. Obviously, the main domino left to fall is Kawhi Leonard. It's looking like a possibility, a possibility that he leaves the Raptors and signs with the Lakers. But let's stay tuned. I think a decision will be announced tomorrow. But, man, we'll see what Kawhi does. But let me know how y'all feel about what happened today, man. From D'Lo going to the Warriors, to KD and Kyrie, to the Nets, to Jimmy Buckets, my guy, to the Heat, to all these different moves happening, man. It's been a crazy day in the NBA. I think the NBA is the best league or best pro league in, out of all of them. I think, you know, the stuff that's happening is just crazy. And so let me know how y'all feeling, man. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I will talk to you guys tomorrow about the rest of the free agency moves that happen. With that being said, enjoy y'all night. As always, one love, peace, and blessings. Gone.